This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Good morning and welcome. This is Julie and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM on this, the first Sunday of Advent in November 2022. This is Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. Peace be with you as we prepare for this, the first Sunday of Advent this year. Our thanks go to the parishioners of St. Matthew's, St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City, New Zealand, God's own Aotearoa. You are listening on Free FM 89.0. The readings today, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Isaiah, where the Lord gathers all of the nations into the everlasting peace of the kingdom of God. The second reading is from the letter of Paul to the Romans, where salvation is nearer to us now. And then we have the reading according from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Keep awake, therefore you also must be ready. We always need to stay awake and be ready for when Jesus comes to us. I'm Julie, and as I said, this is the first Sunday of Advent, the beginning of the or the 
the season that pre that leads into Christmas. Advent is four weeks of preparation, and it's before the actual celebration of Jesus' birth, which is then followed by the Christmas. This is this is according to the Catholic. These are the different seasons, the different liturgical seasons of the Catholic year. So we have Christmas that follows Advent, and Christmas is the season that follows and recalls the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ and his manifestation to the peoples of the world. Then we go into ordinary time. Between Christmas and Easter is a period of Lent, a six-week period that is a season unto itself, and this is the season of penance before Easter. Before we get to Easter, though, is the sacred Paschal Tridium, the holiest three days of the church's year, where the Christian people recall the suffering, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. From that tritium we go into Easter. Fifty days of joyful celebration of the Lord's resurrection from the dead and his sending forth of the Holy Spirit. Then we have the great big long period of ordinary time that we've just come out of to start the whole thing all over again into Advent. Each liturgical year begins today on the first Sunday of Advent. The liturgical calendar is governed by the church and ultimately integrated into what we know as the liturgical calendar. And the Second Vatican Council brought renewed emphasis to Sunday as a unique liturgical category. It says, and I quote, The Lord's Day is the original feast day. It was known as or the Latin for it is Sacrosanctum Concilium, and it's the known as number 106 in the, the, the church documents. And, quote, It must be observed in the Universal Church as the primordial holy day of obligation. That's the Code of Canon Law, number 1246 if you would like to go back and refer to it. Because of this, only a limited number of feasts of the Lord or the saints may take place of may take the place of the scheduled Sunday celebration. Saints and other celebrations are distinguished in accordance with the importance assigned to each one and in order of importance that is it's either a solemnity that's most important. Next is a feast, and then we have memorials. Sundays and solemnities bring their celebration or begin their celebration on the evening before, so that is vigils. Feasts and memorials are celebrated over the course of one day. No vigil applies. And memorials are either obligatory, obligatory or optional. Holy Days of Obligation are also known as Feasts of Precept, are days when us, the faithful, are obliged to participate at Mass and abstain from unnecessary work or other activities which hinder the suitable relaxation of mind and body. 
Each Sunday is considered a holy day of obligation. In New Zealand, we now only have two holy days of obligation, and these are Christmas Day and the Feast of the Assumption, which is the 15th of August each year. Mary's Assumption into Heaven is also the patronal feast of the Catholic people in New Zealand. She is our saint, our patron saint. These two days are holy days of obligation wherever they fall. So regardless of what day they fall on, they are still a holy day of obligation. I guess if this was a statutory holiday, we would say that they haven't been Mondayized. So even if they fall on a Saturday or a Monday, they are still considered holy days of obligation. As you ponder that, because we are now into the the season of advent it feels okay for me to to let's get into the spirit of christmas and this is the first noel by pentatonics to certain poor shepherds in fields as they lay. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM. Thank you to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest, Hamilton City. Peace be with you and Merry Christmas. I am Julie. I trust, I pray, you are well. Advent is a season of the liturgical year observed in most Christian denominations as a time of expectant waiting and preparation for both the celebration of the Nativity of Christ at Christmas and the return of Christ at the Second Coming. Advent is the beginning of the liturgical year in Western Christianity, like I said earlier, and it's part of the wider Christmas and holiday season. The term Advent is also used in Eastern Christianity, including Eastern Orthodoxy and Eastern Lutherism and Eastern Catholicism. And it's the 40-day Nativity Fast, which has practices different from those in the West. The name was adopted from the Latin Adventus, coming, arrival, and translating in the Greek parousia. In the New Testament, this is the term used for the second coming of Christ. Therefore, the season of Advent in the Christian calendar anticipates the coming of Christ from three different perspectives. We have the physical nativity in Bethlehem. We have the reception of Christ in the heart of the believer, that's you and me. And we have the eschatological second coming that's yet to happen, but it will. Practices associated with Advent include keeping an Advent calendar, lighting an Advent wreath, and if you attend service at the Cathedral of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Hamilton, you will know that we start lighting the Southern Cross. We don't have an Advent wreath as such, we have the Southern Cross. And also, you may pray an Advent daily devotional. You could, of course, Erect a Christmas tree and light a Christingle as well as other ways of preparing for Christmas, such as setting up Christmas decorations, which have been in the shops for months now, which is really, really sad. And this is a, a custom that's sometimes done liturgically through the hanging of the Greens ceremony. The equivalent of Advent in Easter Christianity is called the Nativity Fast, but it differs in length and observances and does not begin the liturgical Christ year, sorry, church year, doesn't begin the liturgical church year as it does in the West. The Eastern Nativity Fast does not use the equivalent parousia in its preparatory services. It is not known, unfortunately, when the period of preparation for Christmas that is now called Advent began. It is thought to be sometime around the year 480 AD. And the novelty introduced by the Council of Tours of 567 was to order monks to fast every day in the month of December until Christmas. It is impossible to claim with confidence the credible explanation of the origin of Advent. Here we have, O come all ye faithful. O come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. 
Welcome back 
I am Julie and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM. Merry Christmas. Thank you to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City. Your Catholic Corner is available to you online, on air and on demand. Representation or associated with Advent as a time of penitence was a period of fasting and it was known as I said earlier the nativity fast or the fast of December. Now according to St Gregory of Tours the celebration of Advent began in around the 5th century when the Bishop Perpetuus directed that starting with the St Martin Day on the 11th of November, we actually know that day now as Armistice Day, but St Martin's Day was the 11th of November and it went from then until Christmas. One fasts three times per week and this is why Advent was sometimes also known as Lent of St Martin. This practice remained limited to the Diocese of Tours until the 6th century. The Council of Macon held in 581 adopted the practice of Tours and soon all of France observed three days of fasting a week from the Feast of St. Martin until Christmas. The most devout worshippers in some countries exceeded the requirements adopted by the Council and fasted every day of Advent. Sounds a bit like Lent, doesn't it? The homilies of Gregory the Great in the late 6th century showed four weeks to the liturgical season of Advent but without the observance of the fast. However, under Charlemagne in the 9th century, writings claim that the fast was still very much widely observed. In the 13th century, the fast of Advent was not commonly practiced, although, according to Duron of Mon, fasting was still generally observed. As quoted in the Bull of Canonization of St. Louis, the zeal with which he observed this fast was no longer a custom observed by Christians of great piety. It was then limited to the period from the Feast of St. Andrew until Christmas Day, since the solemnity of this apostle was more universal than that of St. Martin. When Pope Urban V ascended the papal seat in 1362, he simply forced people in his court to abstinence, but there was no question of fasting. It was then customary in Rome to observe five weeks of Advent, remember we only do four, to observe five weeks of Advent before Christmas. This is particularly discussed in the Sacramentary of St. Gregory, Ambrosian or Milan liturgies have six, but, and that hasn't been proved, the Greeks show no real, no more real consistency. Advent was an optional fast that for some began in November, the 15th of November, while others begin it on the 6th of December, or only, maybe they're cheating, a few days before Christmas. The liturgy of Advent remained unchanged until the Second Vatican Council when they introduced minor changes differentiating the spirit of Lent from that of Advent and emphasizing the Advent as a season of hope for Christ's coming now as a promise of his second coming. And now we have another traditional Christmas carol. Hark 
the Herald Angels Sing, and this is performed live at the Helix in Dublin. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.